Welcome back to Inside the Yale Admissions Office. My name is Mark, and I'm a Yale Admissions Officer. And I'm Hannah. I am also a Yale Admissions Officer, and we are here to talk about updates to our application questions. I think we should call this our first annual application update episode. Yeah, this would be a good one to do every year. It's July. Uh, Every summer, we make some tweaks to our first year application, and we thought the podcast would be a perfect place to give a sort of roadmap to this year's application and talk through some of the reasonings behind the changes we made. So if you are going to be applying for first year admission in the 2022-2023 application cycle, this podcast is for you. If you're listening to this in the future and it's not (laughs) 2022-2023, you might still get some helpful insights like keep listening, don't worry, but the questions will probably have changed a little bit again. Right. And if you are in the future and there is not an episode about your coming application cycle, you can always write us an email and say, hey, remember to record an episode about the changes to the application this year. Right. And, you know, we don't know how long these podcasts are going to be around in the air. So if it's like really far in the future, maybe there will be something cooler than email or or podcasts. I don't know. So like if there's some neural link update that you can do or like have your personal robot download the question, you know, to us, whatever makes sense very cool people in the future to connect with us. Anyway, uh, this episode is designed as an update to our sixth episode titled Essays, The Little Stuff. As a reminder from that episode, we receive applications from three different application platforms. You can apply with a common application, the coalition application, or the QuestBridge application. Mm -hmm. And on each of those application platforms, you will complete one or sometimes two longer essays that go to really every college you're applying to through that platform. Right. Yale doesn't write the specific prompts for those, but after you write those, you have the chance to answer some Yale-specific questions. Sometimes those are called supplemental essays. Yes, and this is the part of the application that we control, and we spend a lot of time thinking about what we ask and the kinds of answers that we're looking for. To help us talk about the process of writing those application questions, we have another friend, an admissions officer, who's making his podcast podcast debut. Welcome to the podcast, Chandler. Thank you both for having me. Excited to talk today about this year's essays that were recently posted, and we're excited to begin reading in just a matter of months. Welcome, Chandler. So we invited Chandler to join us today because he was a member of the team in our office that was tasked with writing this year's questions. We get the question a lot, you know, what do you do during the months when you aren't reading applications? Um, And the answer is everything else that we're too busy to do when we have 50,000 applications to read. One of those things is that we always have a couple of day-long office retreats. Retreats, (laughs) Retreats, maybe not the right word. Sounds like so much fun. Yes, but I can imagine everyone's picturing, you know, us on Adirondack chairs, you know, yeah. somewhere, sort of just thinking deeply about things. Um, if only. It's a day-long meeting, basically. Yeah. I might say a long day meeting. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. These are long. We do go to somewhere other than our office to have these day-long mm-hmm. meetings, usually somewhere else on campus. Yeah, not far. But the point of these is to take some time when you're fresh off that most recent admission cycle and debrief a bit, kind of share some thoughts and ideas about what we thought went well and what needs to be improved. And we always block off some time for a big staff-wide discussion 
of these Yale-specific questions. We go through them one by one, ask for people's thoughts. You know, what did you think when you were reading these, the answers to this question this year? How might we improve it? Yeah, one of our very earliest ideas for a podcast episode was to actually take our little portable recorder (laughs) and just capture kind of documentary style this discussion. I still think we should. I think people would be surprised how carefully we think about the specific wording of these questions. Yes, and because everybody in that room has just finished reading thousands of responses to the same questions. And so everyone right in that moment has their sort of strongest and freshest thoughts about what worked and what didn't work with the questions we asked that cycle. Right. And sometimes there's consensus and other times there's big disagreement about what worked (laughs) and and what didn't work. You're probably wondering, you know, what's the measure of success for a question? Mm -hmm. How do we decide something worked well or didn't work well? The simple answer is did the question help applicants reveal something important about themselves? Mm. We often think about committee discussion and try to remember instances where really good answers to questions helped shape a conversation about a student. So what we are not doing is going around the room, you know, giving our best sort of evil laugh. We're not some sort of mean, evil cabal of, of, of admissions officers who are like cooking up the trickiest and most inscrutable <laughs> right. questions that would say, oh, this is really going to make them sweat. Or like they are going to give us some really bad answers to this. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's it's kind of the opposite. One of the most common reasons we get rid of a question and go in a different direction is we think that a lot of applicants didn't really kind of get what we were looking for. And we want to make it a little more clear exactly what we are hoping to, to get from these responses. And I don't think that that is necessarily the fault of the applicants, right. that's sometimes the fault of the questions we're asking. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it's very common for us to say, oh, we thought that this was going to work this way, but this is not how the question was perceived. Anyone in that room can suggest that a particular question be dropped or altered. Anyone can suggest that we add a new question. And occasionally, we even consider a big shift in the structure of the questions themselves. Oh, yes. Like we did this year. Spoiler alert. Coming (laughs) soon. We'll talk a little bit about it in a couple minutes. Yeah. So in that process, we gather a lot of notes from everyone in the room. And then we take a few volunteers to form a little subcommittee that's going to work on finalizing the changes that were suggested and then honing the exact language for each one of those questions. And Chandler, even though you just finished your first year in the admissions office, you bravely joined that subcommittee. (laughs) Yeah, nice. Can you tell us a little bit about what that process was? One of the things that was really important for us to do during the retreat was to make sure that we took really good notes about what everyone in the office had said regarding the questions that we used this past year or ideas that they have for this coming year. And then we talked about those as a group of five admissions officers in the subcommittee. So for this year, Chandler, what were some of the priorities for that group? Were there particular things that we had sort of gathered from a treat that we really wanted to make sure that this year's questions reflected? I think that we have some big themes. So the first is uh, we want to make sure that we are asking a question related to a student's academic interests. Mm. And we want to get to know them as a student and who they might be in the classroom at Yale. We also want to ask about a student's membership in community. We want to know what 
communities have they been involved in already and how might that manifest when they get to Yale's campus? And then I think finally, we are thinking about our short take questions. These are the fun ones that students are really creative with. We always want these to be fresh so that we are receiving new ideas and students Mm -hmm. have their own kind of creativity uh, with these questions as well. Nice. After our larger all-staff retreat discussion, how many times did you all meet as a committee before you had final questions? Yeah, we met twice, but for some longer sessions, we started off uh, just kind of talking about the large themes, what we want to keep, what we don't want to keep, and we came up with general ideas of what each question might sound like, what the topic might be, and then when we met again, we kind of tried to wordsmith each of these questions so that we could make sure that they made sense to applicants, to us as officers, and to make sure that we were maintaining the uh, overall ideas that we came up with in the first meeting. So I was also a member of the subcommittee, and I'll say Chandler was especially dedicated to this effort because (laughs) he actually joined the second of these meetings while he was on the road. I don't know if you were driving or passenger. Yes, I I was was driving, and so I really had to (laughs) listen to what everyone was saying, just as our listeners are listening to us. You had your Zoom audio up and running, and it was was funny because this was the meeting in which we had essentially up on the screen, like Mm. someone's with a Word document and a blinking cursor, and we're just like literally you know, swapping words around, right. trying out different nouns and adjectives in different places. Yeah. And we would sort of all look at it and then we would say like, Chandler, how does that sound to you? <laughs> right. And Chandler would say like, uh, read it back to me. <laughs> and it was kind of cool actually to get someone's take on like actually hearing it. Yeah. You get sort of tunnel vision when you're, when you're looking at it. So Chandler, I'm curious, you know, your first year doing this. Yes. Were you surprised in terms of the level of sort of specificity that we take in in honing each one of these questions? Absolutely. I think that uh, because there are so many people who first gave us ideas and then there still were a lot of people in the subcommittee, uh, sentences and questions are going to sound different to different people, but uh, we were able to work together as a team to produce questions that will make the most sense, we think, to applicants, at least for this coming year. And then we have the opportunity next year to make any tweaks that we think these questions are going to need. I've been on this committee a few times and I have had experiences of putting together questions that I thought would be fantastic. I was so excited (laughs) about and like the whole committee was like, oh, this is gonna be great. And then it just kind of flops. Yeah. And then the response is disappointing. Don't wind up that way. And you got to just put ego behind it and say, like, well, that didn't work. <laughs> Let's try something else. Right, right. All right. So, should we talk about uh, the changes for the coming year? Let's. Yeah. So, there's one big change. And this is that we've switched from asking two shorter essays that were around 200 to 250 words to one longer essay that's going to be about 400 words. And I've been doing this long enough to know that this is switching back. Back in the day, we used to just have a longer second essay. We would always talk about two essays. Mm -hmm. Usually at that point, we only accept the common application. So it was the common application essay and then the Yale essay. And that prompt for years and years and years was sort of the most open-ended application Mm -hmm. essay prompt. It was simply tell us something more about yourself. And then over the past several years, we've sort of broken it down. We've added these short answer questions. We've asked very specific questions about your academic interests. And we've split that second essay up into two shorter kind of half-length essays to give students an opportunity to write about two separate topics. And it's been a long simmering debate (laughs) at these retreat meetings. And I have seen myself go from being in a pretty slim minority to being in the camp of wanting to return to a longer essay to like suddenly getting the votes. This oh, year. man. Okay. 
I'm so excited about this. Mark is so excited about this. We've both been kind of lobbying for this for a couple years at retreat mm-hmm. now. I just miss reading the longer essay. I feel like students have more room to kind of maneuver in that essay, more room to give us a deep reflection that we're really looking for. You know, some students wrote fantastic shorter essays, but for a while now, I've been just like itching to let students have a little bit more room. I think a benefit to allowing students the opportunity to respond in a longer essay is to give us more of what they're maybe passionate about, a longer topic that is still going to be Yale specific but is also going to be detailed. So depending on your preferences, you might be cheering or groaning right now. <laughs> and we can tell you that even among admissions officers, there are folks who fall into to both camps. <laughs> totally. But oh man, I was so excited when we took that straw poll in our, in our retreat <laughs> and everyone agreed that we should uh, make this change, at least for a year. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. So one of the challenges associated with this is that by switching to one essay, we lost the chance to ask what had been a required short essay mm-hmm. uh, question that was specifically about a student's uh, engagement with a topic or idea that excites you. Students were all required to answer this question. And we said, well, we don't want to lose that. So our clever solution here was to actually incorporate some of the text of that essay into what you've heard us talk about on the podcast before is what we call the AA. Right. So the AA is our shorthand for academic appeal, which is essentially a little short snippet uh, that students give us reflecting on why they selected the three Yale-specific majors that they selected. Mm. Um, So Chandler, we're hoping that we can actually use you as our sort of official reader of the new questions. (laughs) Sure. Read out for us what the new sort of hybrid AA question is. This is gonna combine an old question that was really specifically about academic majors Uh. with our previous essay prompt that had been about a topic that excites you. Sure, can we get a little drum roll, please? Yeah, sure. All right, here it is. New question for 2022 to 2023. Tell us about a topic or idea that excites you and is related to one or more academic areas you selected above. Why are you drawn to it? See what we did there? Yes. (laughs) And you have 200 words or fewer to respond to this. Right. So this is a little bit longer than it's been in the past. This is a, a chance for you to think about really connecting the dots. So this shouldn't just be about those majors. I think one of the things that we didn't like about the previous wording of the AA mm-hmm. was that students would sort of often give us a laundry list. They would say, I put chemistry because chemistry is really neat and I like it. Right. And I also put history because history is how we learn about the past. Isn't that <laughs> great? And I also put English because I like reading. And we would say, okay, we didn't learn a whole lot about you right. or your connection you know, to those majors there. So this is designed to be a little bit more directed. Right. And remember, when you are listing those three academic interests, uh, this is not you declaring a major. This is not you applying to a specific program. It's just getting an idea of what you are excited to learn about. So students who are submitting any of our three applications, common application, coalition application, QuestBridge application, they're going to answer this question. They're also going to answer the question uh, that we call the why Yale or the the why why, our clever way of putting it, which Mm -hmm. is unchanged. Yep. Um, Just simply, what is it about Yale that has led you to apply? Yes. And that one is 125 words or fewer. We've talked about it extensively in our kind of our previous episode. Students using the coalition application or the common application are also going to answer our short takes and they're also going to answer this longer essay. 
So three of those four short takes are the same as they were last year and mm -hmm. really haven't changed much in a few years. We really like these short takes. Yeah. Chandler? <laughs> sure. So the three repeat questions. First, what inspires you? Second, Yale's residential colleges regularly host conversations with guests representing a wide range of experiences and accomplishments. What person, past or present, would you invite to speak? What would you ask them to discuss? Three, you are teaching new Yale course. What is it called? And this year, we came up with a new fourth question. So if we could have a drum roll, please. What is something about you that is not included anywhere else in your application? Oh boy, I'm just excited to see what people come up with. It's so open-ended. Uh, and I feel like the first three are also kind of open-ended, but they're they're more directed and we like the answers to them so much we decided to keep them. Mm -hmm. Number four is a little bit, you know, we we just want to give you a little bit of extra space. And remember, this isn't the additional information section of the Common App. So that is a section where you might talk about extenuating circumstances or, you know, sort of um, more maybe important things that you want us to know about. This is a chance for you to just take 35 words and tell something fun about yourself. Yeah, it's kind of interesting how we backed ourselves into this question sort of <laughs> in our subcommittee, Chandler. Uh, short takes are hard to write mm. because we know that the responses are going to be so short and that it can be challenging for students to give us something that we think is really kind of distinctive in that space. And so we were playing around with a couple of different prompts, sort of saying, well, is this really gonna tell us something new? Mm. Is this going to tell us something that isn't included anywhere else in the application? And I think someone on the committee finally just said, well, what if we just ask them, <laughs> what's something about you that's not included elsewhere in your application? I'm excited. I'm excited too. Yeah. We haven't read answers to this before, so there's not much advice that we can give you. Right. And honestly, what I kind of like about this question is there's no way to game it or like figure out what the strategy is to this question. It's mm -hmm. so open. Clearly, there is no strategy. Right. Just use it to tell us something new. And, and I'll say, having been on the subcommittee, we are not, we don't have a secret agenda mm -hmm. underneath this question. Right. There's not anything specific that we're looking for. Yeah. We just want to see what you come up with. Uh, whether that is creative or it's simply just something about you that is new, like Mark said. All right, let's talk about that final kind of single longer essay that will be a part of the supplement. Mm -hmm. They're going to respond to one of these two prompts in 400 words or fewer. So take it away, Chandler. The first is Yale carries out its mission through the free exchange of ideas in an ethical, interdependent and diverse community. Reflect on a time when you exchanged ideas about an important issue with someone holding an opposing view. How did the experience lead you either to change your opinion or to sharpen your reasons for holding on to it? And the second question is, reflect on a time when you have worked to enhance a community to which you feel connected. Why have these efforts been meaningful to you? You may define community however you like. So you will choose either one of these as an applicant and write about one of them. And we can maybe talk a little bit about what our goals are, what we're trying to get out of these essay prompts. 
Um, so the first one, it's uh, it's worth mentioning. We actually are including a link to Yale's mission statement. Mm-hmm. We say Yale carries out its mission. And that line that you heard right after that is actually a quote from the mission statement. So mm-hmm. that quote is, through the free exchange of ideas in an ethical, interdependent, and diverse community. So that's directly from our mission statement. We think it's really important that students embrace a diverse range of opinions um, and that you encounter people who disagree with you about things, even if that encounter you know, doesn't change your mind about something. You might have that encounter and still hold fast to your previous beliefs. Right. Um, you aren't going to come to college to have all of your existing beliefs and opinions confirmed and reinforced. That would not be a good you know, liberal arts education in our mind. We think this topic is somewhat timely. Our sense is that there's greater access to information than ever before, but it also seems to be easier than ever to live in an echo chamber where algorithms are feeding you things that you'll definitely like and resonate with. If you remember back when we talked in the Essays What Works episode, one of the things we talked about is the process of changing your mind about something. Mm -hmm. I will admit, I just really like these kinds of essays personally. I think that this topic sort of tees up that kind of reflection really, really nicely. Right. I think what we're not looking for here is like the closing argument of a debate where Mm -hmm. you say, here's an opinion that I hold and a time someone disagreed with me and here's how I won that argument. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. We don't necessarily need to hear that. We are looking to hear you reflect on this experience. And it's not the outcome that we care about, whether you change your mind or not. It's more kind of the reflection that you have on it. When I talked about changing your mind about something, I said it's important to be pretty generous towards yourself and mm-hmm. the, your previously held belief about something. Like you shouldn't say like, oh, I was so foolish and naive. Like, how <laughs> right. could I ever believe that? Yeah. Similarly, when you're talking about someone holding an opposing view, you should not say like, well, I encountered this rube, uh, <laughs> you know, who believed this absurd thing and mm. like encountering them made me more certain that I was right about this important thing. Like, right. That's not going to be a productive approach to that question. For the second topic, this is similar to a previous topic we had on a shorter essay. That one was about reflecting on your membership in a community and why it's important to you. This time we've made it a little bit more active. We're interested in what makes a community important to you, but we also want to hear what you do and specifically how you think those efforts make that community better. And hopefully you've heard us talk about how important diversity of all kinds is to us. It's it's not a buzzword. This is the core of our educational mission. We think that bringing together a group of students with different experiences, backgrounds, interests, opinions, beliefs, talents, ambitions, etc., makes our community better. And mm-hmm. so we are keenly interested in how you have engaged with communities. That might be a community of folks who share something really important in common with you. Mm-hmm. It might be in itself a really diverse community, but we're interested in how you've acted in that community and engaged with it and made it even stronger and better. I wouldn't use this as a chance to brag about how you like enhance the debate team community by earning lots of points in the final rounds. Mm -hmm. That's not really what we're going for here. Um, Community can mean just about anything, and that includes your debate team. But uh, we would encourage you to think creatively about the people you spend time with who are meaningful to you and the role you play in making that community stronger. 
And I hope that because we're giving you a little bit more space, you have some time to give us a sense of why a community is important to you, what your membership looks like, and sort of detail those efforts. So remember, we're talking about this being active. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to have some space for reflection, but also we are interested in the specifics, like what have you done? So that's what you will see if you are applying for first year admission in 2022-2023 admission cycle. A lot of thought and work has gone into it. Yeah. We hope you like it. I mean, maybe that's asking too much. <laughs> we hope at least that you find it accessible and not scary and a collection of opportunities to speak about yourself to a group of people who are really pretty interested in learning all about you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited to see what we get out of these essays. It's always fun for us to switch things up a little bit and then uh, see how people respond. Remember to think about what you like about Yale that's made you want to apply and use these questions to help us connect those dots. These Yale-specific questions can be a space for you to be clever or funny or showcase different facets of yourself that just didn't get much space in the other parts of the application. But again, remember, the most important thing is that they need to be revealing about you, the person putting together that application. Think about them more as opportunities than assignments. Mm -hmm. This is your opportunity to really take control of your application, to have your voice come through, and to let us know what it is about Yale that makes it a good fit for you and why you're a good fit for Yale. I think uh, going off of that, Hannah, I hope that applicants will have fun with these questions. Mm -hmm. uh, I know in the past, as admissions officers, we've answered the questions ourselves mm -hmm. and oh, yeah, showcased them to one another. And mm -hmm. so maybe we'll do that again because I do think these are fun questions or, or can be opportunities to get creative. And remember, there's no answer sheet. Each one of them is something that we go into with an open mind. And part of what makes our job interesting is that we do get to see thousands of students respond to the same questions in different ways. And remember, if you aren't planning to enroll in college in fall 2023, your questions may be different. Next mm -hmm. spring, we might want to be you know, sitting around talking about how these topics didn't work out how we expected. We may tweak them again. All right. Well, good luck putting together your applications, all you rising seniors. We are looking forward to reading them soon. Yes. Thank you, Chandler, for joining us for your podcast debut. Definitely. Thanks for having me. Of course. We'll have you back soon. Thanks to our friend and colleague, Jill. She is our sound engineer and a great admissions officer. We also want to say bye to Jill because she's actually uh, leaving to go to another office here at Yale. So we will miss having her on the podcast as yes. an all-star and also having her behind the scenes. So Jill, thanks for all that you've done. Thank you so possible. much. You will be missed. Yeah. Thanks also to, uh, to Reed, who continues to lend us his office. We really appreciate that, Reed. Thanks to former admissions officer, Andrew Brick Johnson, who composes our music. You should check him out at andrewbrickjohnson.com. If you have comments or an idea for an episode, drop us a line at yaleadmissionspodcast at gmail.com. And finally, remember that the views expressed in this podcast are ours and don't necessarily represent those of Yale University. Thanks for listening.